Lord God, thank you that because of your great love, we are not consumed. And we think of this, this world where it feels like so much is consuming. This political climate and the, 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 just the yuck of it all. And Lord, we thank you because of your great love. We are not consumed. We pray for your light in our nation and that in this election that you would be lifted up somehow and that you would call the leaders that you want for this nation, that you would lead us as we participate in this beautiful, wonderful country and the way we get to do that. Lead us, Lord, would your righteousness and justice and love be known in this place. We think of the the darkness of Syria right now, one place. We could choose many, but we think of Syria and the, the chaos, the ongoing unrest and fighting and persecution and the millions upon millions who are fleeing and have fled and are in refugee camps and are seeking somewhere to find a home. We thank you that because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed today. And we cry out for your love and your light in that place of darkness, for your justice, for peace, somehow, in, in a place that doesn't seem possible, would you somehow bring peace there, bring wholeness and safety? And we think of all those refugees all over the world. We pray for homes. We think of those arriving in Spokane every day, through coming through World Relief, and we thank you for that ministry at World Relief that welcomes these refugees, many from Syria and other places, that we pray that you would guide them, encourage them, strengthen them, provide for them people and resources and, and physical needs that, that, that World Relief needs and provide for each of these families as they land in Spokane and start a new home here. May it be a home, a home of, of love, of care, of safety, a home with you, Jesus, as they recognize your hope and the hope that you give them through people like World Relief and even us. We thank you that you, because of your great love, we are not consumed in our personal struggles and trials. That your love and your light breaks through. And we need that today. Thank you, God, that you are God and we are not. We open our ears to hear. Would you open our ears to hear and our eyes to see what you have for us as Steffi comes and brings to us your word of truth this day. We praise you, God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that you are God and we are not. And we rest in that now. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. God is good. And all the time, you know what to say. <laughs> so glad that you are here. President Beck, good morning. And I hear that our, our board of trustees on campus, so starting tomorrow. So y'all better be on y'all best behavior. So, <laughs> As many of you know, this semester, uh, we are having our theme, the year of the Lord's favor, relationships with Jesus and the gospel of Luke. God loves relationships, and my prayer is that as we journey through the gospel of Luke, we will build relationships as Jesus has. Amen? Amen. This morning, I'm going to be reading from a different version that some of you may not be familiar with. It's called the King James Version. <laughs> I grew up on that. My daddy was a pastor, and he was very adamant about using the King James Version. 
Uh, and I'm going to show you the reason why, because sometimes when we look at other versions, some things pop out at us and some things don't. But, uh, Brandon, I'm coming out of the book of Luke, uh, Luke, the fourth chapter, 31 through 36, and it reads thus far. And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And the devil had thrown him in the midst. He came out of him and hurt him not. Verse 36. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country, Round about. This is the word of the Lord. There was a show called That's Incredible. Some of you weren't even born when this show transpired because it transpired from 1980 to 1984. And most of you in this room weren't even born at that time. But you may be able to relate to the show that you can relate to America's Got Talent. Uh, there are individuals who would come on the show with unusual sides of nature. They would do some strange things like swallowing swords or walking a tightrope with no, uh, no, uh, what do you call that? No net. <laughs> I was hoping y'all would answer me. So America's Got Talent, and that's incredible. And after reading this particular passage of Scripture, what caught my eye was verse 36. If you saw it, was highlighted. What a word is this? For with authority and power, he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. And as I said, if you have the King James Version, that exclamation point says something. After people heard Jesus teach, after they heard Jesus pray, after they saw Jesus heal, after they saw Jesus cast out demons, they said, now, that's incredible. Today we have the same incredible Jesus with the same incredible word and should operate in the same incredible power and our world should be amazed and astonished and this word should be so contagious that it is spread out throughout the land. In my church, we usually say, if I were to give you a title this morning, that title would be what? Thank you, sweetheart. That's incredible. Somebody's listening. <laughs> Why is it incredible? When you look up the word incredible, there are two words that I love. The word incredible and one word is astonished. What is so astonishing that in verse 32, the first thing that was incredible to people was Jesus' doctrine. The doctrine of Jesus Christ was different than the words of the scribes and the Pharisees. They weren't just religious jargon. 
You see, people hate religious jargon. They don't like to hear religious truisms. The religious people had a saying for every situation, but to the sinner, they don't want a religious word. They want a powerful doctrine, a belief, a teaching to hold on to. You see, Jesus, his doctrines are powerful. Today, people want a doctrine of deliverance. They want a doctrine that is greater than mountains. They want a deliverance that is greater than their struggles. They want to hear, what a word is this? Doctrines aren't just letters on paper, but they are quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. Recently, I asked everyone at a wedding to stretch out their hands, and I prayed a blessing over the groom and the bride. And at the end of the prayer, I looked at everyone in attendance, and they sort of had a strange look on their face. They seemed to be astonished that I had the power to pray a blessing over this couple. Some people can't go beyond their concepts of believing that that's incredible. And when you look at the word incredible, you will find the word amazing. Verse 36 says it's amazing. There's a song that we sing, there's no other word for grace than amazing. But we can add, there's no other word for Jesus other than that, because he is so amazing. You see, when Jesus shows up anywhere, people leave amazed. They are amazed that the devil declares that he will be destroyed in the end. And if you read scriptures where demons are involved, they always declare that Jesus is holy, that Jesus is mighty, and they know who he is. Scripture tells us, they said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Do you know who you are in the power and might of our almighty God? You are amazing. Look at yourself in the mirror. There's nobody like you. You are incredible. There's nobody like you. You see, he was amazed People were amazed at his authority. When the president of the United States of America speaks, people listen. He has authority and power. When President Beck of Whitworth University speaks, he speaks with authority and with power. But let me tell you, when Jesus speaks, he speaks with authority from high above. And it's like E.F. Hutton. Everybody listens. I am amazed at how quickly Jesus defeated the devil. No struggle, no hassle. There was immediate deliverance. He said, come out. Years ago, people named their children with virtuous names, names like joy and even prudence. There were even children named comfort. One boy had the name Amazing which he resented all of his life. He was teased a lot with the name Amazing to the point that he gave his wife orders, when I die, do not put my name on that tombstone. And she followed his instructions and put on his tombstone, tombstone here lies a man that was a faithful husband for 60 years. 
but he couldn't even escape his name in death because everyone that read what she put on the tombstone said, hey, that's amazing. <laughs> you see, true story. I'm almost, as we would say in my, in my church, I'm going to bring it home. That's incredible. What a word is this? It's incredible how weak religion is and how powerful Jesus is. The disciples struggled to cast out devils, but with Jesus, there was never any struggle with sin, sickness, demons, or anything else. It's incredible how when Jesus is present, the multitudes show up to be with him. And I believe it isn't about who has the best program or the best plan. It is having the presence of Jesus in a place that makes a difference. Someone said to me, I want to come to your church. I want to go somewhere where you can sense the presence of God and where people express praise and worship to the Lord. You see, people are longing to be in the presence of God. And lastly, it's incredible how quickly the word can spread. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. Every place. You see, I'm finding out you can promote the church. You can use every media outlet known to man. But the best way to fill the house with people is to fill the house with God. Years ago, a well-known evangelist spoke at a central Bible college and was a guest speaker in the evangelism class. And one question he was asked was, what is the best way to advertise your services from place to place to have a growing ministry? His answer was profound. He said, the best way is to bring Jesus with you to every service. And when people find out you are bringing Jesus with you, they will show up to see Jesus and not you. Jesus is astonishing. Jesus is amazing. Jesus is incredible. His word is power and authority. I tell people, if you want an incredible experience with God, just take the time to read his word. If you want an incredible experience with God, spend some time meditating on the word. And I guarantee you, when you do, you will have an incredible experience that will be so astonishing, you will want to share it with others. In closing, this is a true story. A little boy was scheduled for heart surgery. And when the surgeon talked with him before the operation, the little boy said, when you look in my heart, you're going to find Jesus in there. The surgeon just smiled. And as he did the surgery, he found the boy's heart had so many complications, along with various other problems, that the surgery was stopped. The surgeon wrote on his report, bad heart, other complications, patient terminally ill. Now the surgeon became mad at God, and he screamed out, why? Why this little boy so full of faith and hope? Why? And then he said a voice spoke to him. He said, I'm taking one of my sheep now. And the surgeon responded, why? And then he said he knew it was the Lord. He said, I'm taking this precious sheep to be with me. And then the surgeon responded again, why this little boy? The Lord responded, I'm taking one sheep home now so I can take another one home later. The surgeon accepted Christ into his heart right then and there. The little boy in a weakened state said to the surgeon, 
when you looked into my heart, what did you find? The surgeon responded, I found Jesus. What a word is this. Now that's incredible. God bless you this morning.